and then we went through this kind of hyperventilation pattern. Yeah. And um, that's when the kind of the morphine-like feeling hit. The pain. Especially those places in my body that have been painful. I don't remember a time when they haven't been in pain, right? It was just like it was like I was melting into the floor and there was no, like there's usually always, like I'm sitting here on the, chair right now and there's this aggravation and there always is you know but it, w- it wasn't there it was yeah. just like this like I'd just taken morphine yeah um, and it just flooded my body with this feeling yeah, yeah. you're listening to everybody knows a podcast about you and me reconnecting with our body to discover life unhindered by disease I'm your host Ben Cleaver Hey, welcome to part two of my interview with Damien Glynn. Uh, so glad you're joining me for this one. This is where we get right into the fun stuff. My experience of a breathwork session with Damien, he is a, a guru of breathwork. He trains CEOs, uh, athletes, heart surgeons, high-performance individuals across the world with breathing techniques that they can do to get the best out of their day. And, uh, and so Damien took me through one of these sessions a couple of weeks ago. We talk about my experience, which includes feeling like I'm on morphine or pain relief like I've never experienced before, and a state of flow, like no mind, and even a feeling like I'm plugging out of the matrix and uh, it's a bit of an out-of-body experience, which was really positive. We're also going to go into the actual, we're going to do the 10-minute session uh, of Wim Hof and also another breathing technique that Damien uh, used that was really quite profound. So you're going to be able to sort of learn exactly what it is and be able to follow along as well if you want to do it at home. So what I love about, again, what I love about Damien and this work here is that we're digging into the very reason why I started this podcast to explore the body's ability to overcome pain and disease and just what's possible if we tap into it. So here is part two with Damien Glenn. The topics and opinions discussed in this podcast are for informational purposes only and are not intended to treat or diagnose any medical condition or substitute for professional medical advice. If you have a condition or diagnosis, please consult your doctor or healthcare professional before making any changes to your lifestyle. So, my experience. Can I share a bit about my experience? I'd love to hear. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, uh, and then if we can do a breathing exercise done. as well yeah. um, to to show people how it's done, and and maybe share a bit about how what they can do. Yeah. Now by themselves. Yeah. Okay. So you 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 sat us down. It was my mate and Tim and I, and uh, you took us through first of the Wim Hof kind of standard method that I've seen around where he does these. 30 big breaths into the stomach, into the chest. That process, I remember, it was reasonably difficult to start with because also I'd had some protective kind of stuff going on in here because of my history uh, to try and expand my gut. And I know for people who have issues down there, very active issues down there, that that is a challenge, mm-hmm. expand the gut. Yeah. And I've, I've got scar tissue down there as well. Wow. So, yeah. so for me, it was... Uh, it was it was challenging just to expand that area and let it go, but mm. I found that actually that barrier was kind of a more of a mental barrier than it was a physical one. Interesting, yep. And then into the chest, which I've suffered with some some chest tightness, some anxiety related chest yep. tightness. So that was another challenge for me, just to expand yep. the chest because it often feels really heavy. Mm-hmm. So that you know that was initial barrier to me, but I found if I just kept relaxing and following your your um, your prompts, um, really did help me to relax in that. I held my breath then, from then to you know a minute or so, and mm. we did that three times, right? Yes, and I definitely felt this kind of. I definitely felt. How that did you feel oxytocin. each round? Um, the breathing get better, easier. Yes, the breathing yeah. got better because it felt a bit more cyclical. I just kind of 
gave into it a bit more. Instead of yeah. trying to do it rigidly, mm. I just gave into it. And since been following some of the Wim Hof, um, like the app, there's an app out there which people can, can yeah. uh, to download yeah. for free and follow his basic method. And I found that really good. And you can time your, you can time yourself, your breath holds as yeah. well, really easy. I guess people might be wanting to know now. Like, so the purpose of the Wim, there's three points, three yeah. principles of the Wim Hof specific method. And yeah. Breathing's one, mindset's two, and and cold water immersion okay. step three. Okay. And so, breathing, oxygenate yourself. So that's why we take a full breath in, and and it's not like you're breathing out. It's just you, you're just relaxing. So it's like it will sound like. <sighs> and I could keep breathing out like. That's me breathing out, but it's like a full breath in, but I'm just letting it go. And then I relax. Okay. And, it, and it's like, it feels like a half kind of breath out if you mm-hmm. want to look at it. Like <sighs> so the purpose is to highly oxygenate myself. Mm. The more I breathe out, the more carbon dioxide I'm getting mm. pushed out okay. through my body Okay, as well. I felt the, you know, your, your fingers and your, your body kind of tingling. Yeah. Like I assume that's kind of the oxygenation. Yeah, um, happening and it feels and it feels great. Then after like the second and definitely the third round, after finishing the the hold of the breath, I felt that kind of euphoric state of like I just had a full body massage and it was there. Right. And what was your mind doing by that stage? So this is the second point: is mindset. Because I think you held your breath when I did it, maybe like two minutes ten. Yeah. Two minutes ish. Two two thirty. Was yeah. Was it? Yeah. So ten yeah. minutes thirty. What was your mind doing? In when I was holding my breath. Yeah. By the end of it, where was your mind? Like were you well, thinking? Definitely were you... in. Uh, you got this new awareness, this deeper awareness of your body and what's going on. Yeah. And you're feeling it, and you're very, you're very present. Present. Yeah. Right? Very present, and then you feel like this need to to breathe kind of surges up, and it's almost like. You just sort of tell yourself, "Well, no, I don't need, I don't need oxygen, right? I don't need oxygen right now." And then it kind of it comes in a wave, and then it kind of dies off again. And suddenly, you feel like you've just taken a breath, yeah. But you haven't. I don't know if you get that. Well, but, you, that's the mind. Yeah, what's your mind doing? It's yeah, because you sometimes you get into that clear state, but you will have a, like a voice or something like, "Is it time to breathe?" Because your your yeah. brain and your body, you know, if you can align them and get them connected, awesome. But a lot of people what they're telling themselves and what they're feeling are two different things. Yeah. And okay. so it's like a disconnect. So should you fight that or should you just go with it? Should you just go, well, if I need to take a breath now. You know, well, it's it's about comfort. So don't, yeah, you, you're not trying to hold your breath like records. Some people do. You can pass out. Mm. Um, as I mentioned, the actual goal is to oxygenate yourself. So the first breath hold, say, I think you did a minute. Second breath hold, minute 30. Third breath hold, you're getting to two minutes 30. Mm. Now, someone, you know, if I keep going, will I hold my breath for two minutes, uh, 10 minutes? No, not without training. So you hit your limit, like mm. two and a half might be your limit, but then the more you do it, then you, you said you did three minutes and three, something. Yeah, yeah. Um, the most I've done is four minutes 20. Wow. And I can't do that on my own. I need someone to guide me. Mm. Because um, your mind does jump in there and go, do I need to breathe? Have I breath? What's going on? Have mm. a look at the time. It's better to be in a good state. Mm. But yeah, you don't want to fight it, it, and because we're getting to your own um, inner nature. Like I, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Wim Hof calls it be the alchemist of your own body. Mm. Like train yourself to put yourself in the state of optimal health just through breathing. Okay, and oxygen. That's why you have the water at the start. Mm. But, you know, I would jump in there and say, well, if you don't change the mind, mm. you're going to have to become very reliant on this one practice. Yeah. And then once, as the human being doesn't see any more progression, you get over it. <laughs> you're like, oh, it's only taken me so far. So yeah. learn to to shift the internal dialogue from the, the mind and that's where I, I believe for even you, chronic chronic illness is a state of the mind. Um, mm-hmm. Cancer is a state of the mind. And, you know, I'm reminded that those diseases, you know, are you scared of getting a flu or COVID? That's a thought. If someone asks me, am I scared of it? No, I'd be excited for it. My body's strong. Right. I believe that my body has the capability. And I've had people argue me on, on 
yeah. before going. So what? You, you know, if, what, what if what if what if you got it and you ended up in hospital? This is what a friend said. What if you got it and you ended up in hospital and I had to tell your son that you're on an uh, in, in insulator and you're going to die? Well, that would suck. Mm. Is the reason, but I don't believe that would ever happen. Right. I believe if I got it, I wouldn't feel it. I'd be the asymptomatic person. Okay. That's what I believe. Yeah, but what if? Well, I don't ask myself that what if question. Right. What if I walk out on the street and a bus hits me? Well, that sucks. Right. Right? What's right. the point in thinking of that? Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. So I, I, I have trained my mind now, especially since what I went through, that my mind is way more powerful than any disease. Mm. And I don't say that in an arrogant manner. Like. I just think if I'm going to get sick, I want to have the right mindset to mm. fight it. And the mm. right mindset to fight is I am going to win. Mm. I have everything I need. I don't need anything. Yeah. Wow. And what keeps coming back as this kind of phrase for me and my and listening to you is that your your reality is basically where your attention what you place your attention, right? Yeah. You that reticular activator system is gratitude. And now what you're What's what you focus on. Um, if you can get your mind in a state of belief, mm. and that's what we work with. How do you okay. get that state? Well, there is a system you can follow, and that's probably for, you could spend hours on that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if you can get your once you get to that state of belief, yeah, I have everything I need to win. Then you show up different. Does that mean you're going to win every time? No, like. Sometimes you lose, but you learn from them as well. If it's to do with like you know, when someone said, well, what about if you got sick or cancer? Well, if mm. I lost, mm. I'll tell you what, I'll have a solid crack. Mm. Like I'm going to turn up with the belief that I'm winning. Mm -hmm. And I think once you get there, people with terminal cancer that are, we've worked with, I've seen the ones that haven't won mm. and I've seen the ones that have won. And the single difference is the way that they showed up, the way they thought. The way that they, you know, operated. Yeah, yeah. And I think, well, if they can do it, anyone can do it. We're, we all, from a biological point of view, we are identical. You got a heart. You got a digestive system. You got two arms, two legs. Thank God, brain, yeah. Yeah. two eyes. Wow. You produce endorphins, dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin. Maybe at different levels. Maybe I get more of it because I've conditioned myself to do mm. it. Mm. Um, if you don't use it, you lose it. We know that. If you don't use your muscles, you lose it. So sometimes mm. you, you you might be starting the race 200 metres behind an able person, but does that mean you can't be more fulfilled and more successful? No. Mm. In fact, you already got it. <laughs> You've already got it with you. Yeah. It's just tap into it. The other thing I wanted to talk about with my experience was this mm. whole level of there was another breathing pattern called, that you called the controlled hyperventilation, yes. which I haven't seen a lot of. But that's the one where I can't remember if I learned that at Wim Hof to be yep. honest, because I've studied like so many different breathing techniques. So I do we do apply our own syntax mm. sometimes, depending on who who would who's in front of us. Mm. Um, for you, it was about pain management, mm. and so. Um, well, that one, yeah, I, that's that's I, crazy. That, that's that's amazing. We did that afterward. Mm. Um, and we're, obviously after doing the Wim Hof method, I was in a state of kind of high oxygenation. Mm. And then we went through this kind of hyperventilation pattern. Yeah. And um, that's when the kind of the morphine-like feeling hit. The pain Especially receptors. those yeah. places in my body that have been painful. I don't remember a time when they haven't been in pain, right? It was just like it was like I was melting into the floor and there was no like. There's usually always like I'm sitting here on the on the chair right now, and there's this aggravation, and there always is, you know. But it would it wasn't there. It was yeah. just like this, like I'd just taken morphine. Yeah. Um, and it just flooded my body with this feeling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was this another state of when you release that breath hold. You know, you talked about holding in after the twenty breaths of um, mm. hyperventilation, and then that you, is a win and then you hold it. And, uh, and tense all your muscles and you sort of think about someone you love, your kids or whatever. Yeah. And then let it go. And then that's when it gets trippy, <laughs> right? It's like, whoa. And I get this feeling like I was like somehow plugging out of the matrix. 
<laughs> and and it was all of a sudden like, oh, okay, I'm sort of just outside, out of body kind of experience, mm. which is nuts from just breathing. Yeah. And I've since done it a few times and got the same effect. Yeah. Probably not. Yeah, when people guide you, it's more intense. It is, it is. When you, you did it, think. when you um, did it, it was like, yeah, yeah. I've gone to some other other place. Yeah, and then I'm back in. But it, and then after that, so the few hours following that is all of what you've been talking about, like that just state of in the flow of the present moment, no mind, the anxiety's gone. I'm really myself. I feel creative from this point. Yes, I feel like there's possibility. Yep. Uh, instead of seeing all of and constantly being filled by all of the negative, the blockages, the barriers, the the challenges, stresses in life, I wasn't in that state. I was in this state of like. Mm, that's beautiful. Um, so, it, it, it's fascinating because the the picture something in your mind. That's that's what we sort of bring in from the neuroassociative conditioning. And the reason we do that is because you, you're starting to program your neurochemicals in your brain and then that gets in. So you, you're sort of harnessing. You, you feel like you're just this oneness. If you mm. like your body, mm. you, you, the deeper you go, you're, you can get into really deep states where you mm. feel like you're part of the ground. Yeah. So, you know, what's happening neurologically is you're starting to produce DMT that some people will search out with so ayahuasca. And, right. That's a you – know, that's a diatryptamine. Tryptamine, yeah. Tryptamine. And it's, they say it's in your, is it your pineal gland or yeah, something so like that? Yeah, we, so we, we produce all the states. Mm. If you take an MDMA tablet, yeah. all it's doing is unlocking the genes that we already have. Right. So right. we're triggering them. So what we now know is we can trigger them right. without a tablet. And there's that feeling of the the oneness and, and the stuff one, like that. Yeah, so, so the deeper you go, this. it goes. So there's levels to it, right? Like, you know, I, I love jujitsu and jujitsu, there's sort of white belt, blue belt, purple belt, brown belt, black belt. And, you know, it takes 10 years to get your black belt. Mm. And what they say in jujitsu is when you get your black belt, you're now ready to learn jujitsu. Mm. So you've spent 10 years to get to this level and there are levels. Same with this, there's levels. The deeper you go into it, the further you get to this state of oneness. Mm. It's fascinating. Well, last night when I did my – I did it in the night time. I've never mm. done it in the night. I don't know if that's recommended or not. But um, I just had your sleep. gave me a great sleep. Oh, sometimes – yeah, I hear mixed reports on that. Hey, like um, for me, I'm, I'm – I get into a really creative state. So mm. – I have so many amazing ideas which yeah. stop me from okay. sleeping because I'm like, yeah. oh, my God, I'm so motivated. I've got to get up and yeah. and, and start well, writing. Yeah. Or, right. Um, well, for me, it was really relaxing. And, yeah, cool. And, but I noticed that I did that hyperventilation. I went into that kind of otherness state, right? And, and then I just felt a little shift like I was uh, resisting fully um, surrendering to that state and I and I realized it and I was just like I just did a little bit further of uh, that surrender yeah to that state and it Good was word, it was too, such a, it was beautiful that's part of it is if you're a control freak you, you're gonna come up against it it's going to show up and and we're you, all to we, to we all want extent, to control right? some because it you know what's life about that's a big question oh mate. And, and what's my purpose? We get stuck on this. Actually, yeah. I had a 62-year-old man, very successful guy, rang me yesterday and he, he's just at an identity crisis. Oh, I don't know what my purpose is. I, you know, shouldn't I be giving back? You know, who says you should, really? Yeah. That, that's his question at the moment. Mm. He's 62, very successful. We mm. all go through it. Mm. Um, the art of surrender, oh, man, it's beautiful. If you learn to let go in the Bible, let God let go, it, mm. it, 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 it builds faith, it builds trust, it builds like this sense of like, oh, I'm okay. Well, and yeah, and you're okay. fully receiving what life is and because you, control is a, an illusion, isn't you, it? Yes, you, control is and, an illusion. And that's part of the suffering. So it's a human conditioning. That's part of the suffering when you're suffering chronic disease is that you feel completely out of control and that you, you your, your life has been sideswiped by illness. Yeah. And – you're it faced your with identity, that, right? that that reality of I'm not in control now. My body, this this disease is in control of my mm. life and my future. 
but that's your opportunity to realize that control is an illusion, right? Mm. And if you can surrender to that moment, not go, yay, I've got a disease. I wish everyone else had a disease. It's no, not what no, we're talking no. about. No, but no. surrendering to that is such a powerful, powerful Yeah, so we, 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 we work with people on three steps. Awareness is step one, right? If you don't know, you don't know. Some people don't even know they're in emotional pain, but they're in it. Mm. Um, you know, why are so many men killing themselves? I think we have six men a day committing suicide because we, you know, it's, it's I'll be the, the tough guy and have a cup of cement and I'll just roll up. That's mm. you're unaware to what this can do to you. Yeah. So awareness yeah. is step one. When you're there and you're like, shit, I don't feel so good. That's step one. Step two is acceptance. You have to accept what is and what will be and what can be. Accept it. Accept the fact that you could lose. Accept the fact that you can't win all the time. Accept, um, let it go. Let go where you're at. Accept and, that you've got and, this and health. And that's surrender. Like, challenge. accept that, mm. okay, I've got this pain. Self-improvement is the next step that most people don't get to. The, it starts with how can I, I is control. If, I, if I'm like, I can't do this because my body, I'm giving it to my body. <laughs> He was like, no, what can I do? Mm. I start thinking strategically, well, I can mm. look at gut health. I can look at psychology. I can. And all of a sudden you go on this journey and you test and measure it. This works, this works. I don't know how long you've been on this journey, but for some reason you rang me and we did this Wim Hof and you've said, oh, shit, that's mm. sort of taking me to another level. Mm. Mm. Stay in that level, keep mastering, but there's still ways in which you can go. Mm. Mm. For yep. your journey. Same with me. We're, we're on this life journey. Better every day, right? About every day. That's it. All right. Good so, segue. Yeah. <laughs> so let's do, let's, let's run through one of these breathing exercises. And I'm not sure, depending on how it comes across audio, audio, audio wise, whether we'll leave it on the, the audio podcast or just put it up as a, as a YouTube yep. uh, video. So, and okay, I'm going to take you through this. Yeah. And this is something, yep. is this sort of the something that where people can start? At home. This is- Every day. Okay. You can start okay. today. It's not cool. like, oh, you haven't ran before, rock up to a marathon yeah. and just run without training. It's not one of those things because yeah. the beauty is that everyone that's listening, if you're listening, then you're breathing. Yep. You already know yep. that you're doing it. You're, you, you're an expert. All we're going to do is start to be con- – it's called conscious breathing. We're right. just going to be conscious about it. And in a nutshell, what are we achieving? In a real nutshell – if you know the greatest things that you'll get just from doing this for ten minutes will be focus, clarity, and presence. Mm. Okay. So no mind. You won't be thinking. You just be. And is there a blessed. biological benefit as well, or is this this is not? Yeah. Yeah. Well, biology. So that's that's the thing. If you want to, the like biology is changing every minute, every second. Right. Um, based on what we what we eat, what's around yeah. us, the sounds, the smells, the taste, the sight. Yeah. Um. Our unconscious mind is is designed for safety okay. first. So most of the unconscious, meaning I'm unaware, is searching the room for to make sure that I'm safe. Okay. And so it's always on edge. Mm. You know, imagine walking down the street and you, you're always looking out for the dude that's going to stab you. Well, you're going to be on edge. That's what your unconscious mind is designed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so if that's the default setting, then you're going to feel like you're always on edge. Mm. Um, even if you tell yourself, no, I'm happy. I've got three really healthy kids and I've got a beautiful wife. Why am I feeling miserable? Well, that your unconscious program is, is, is is, it, it, it's taking over 95% of your experience. Mm. Okay. All right. Um, so what, what you'll get clarity, focus and presence. Um, people are like, I don't have time. Well, ask yourself, how much time do you have? If you got a minute, do a minute. Mm. If you can't give yourself ten minutes at the start of the day, you, you're kidding yourself. Yeah, yeah, you are. Like it's um, that that's responsibility mm-hmm. for yourself. Yep. Be responsible. Own it. Own your your illness. Own it like it's yours. Um, don't attach to it like yeah, it's my body. But yeah, it's like yeah. ah, own it in a way is like, oh, awesome. This this is this is my challenge. Mm. This is my challenge to conquer. And mm. it's my training ground to get stronger and stronger and healthier and, mm. and more empowered. And if I keep following that path, then, you know, as great Buddha said, it's not, it's not achieving happiness. It's living happily. Mm. It's not achieving great health. It's living healthily. Mm. Like you, you don't wake up one day and go, wow. 
I've made it. Did it. It's it's every small moment, one percent mm. every day. Mm-hmm. Follow the path. All right, awesome. All right, we'll do a ten minute little breathing set. So first is if uh, if we look at it, is how you sit, how you stand, everything's communicating back to your brain for this biology. So I want you to sit yourself in a really comfortable sort of strong position in the chair. So feet flat, straight spine, palms up. And we're going to start with just breathing through the nose. And what I want you to focus on as we breathe through the nose is breathing deep into your belly first. So send your awareness to your belly button. As you breathe in, imagine someone pulling that belly button out like a balloon. Feel it. Feel right up. And if it feels a bit uncomfortable at the beginning and you're like, oh, am I doing this right? Just let those thoughts come and go. Don't attach to them. Someone gave you those thoughts and you're just breathing deep into your belly. Now I want you to send your awareness from your belly. Imagine it's like a wave and it sends into your chest. Belly, chest, let it go. Focusing on that deep belly breath into the chest. Now you, your belly and your chest are like the balloon. So you've got a string on your belly button and then you've got a string on your sternum. And the belly button goes first. It's like a wave surging up to your chest. Now we're going to get even deeper. Through the nose, we're going to breathe. Imagine you can get it to your head. Belly, chest, head. Let it go. And again, fully in. Let it go. And that breath out, that's the one of relaxation. So I want you to focus on that. Breathe in. As you breathe out, feel the focus, but feel your feet in the ground. Feel your arms. Be aware of the weight of the chair. Let it go. Sitting tall and relaxed at the same time. So right now we're centering our nervous system. A really good breathing pattern is five seconds in, five seconds out. We call it water breathing. Or four seconds in, just make it consistent. And that's just going to communicate to your nervous system that you relax. Now we're going to move into some power breaths. I'm going to put it on the clock, so 60 seconds. We're going to breathe in through the mouth and nose. Just get it in and let it go with a breath hold. Belly, chest, head. Think of power when you're breathing in. Feel powerful. We're training the muscles here. So we're going to start in five, three, two, one, go. Belly, chest, and let it go. Belly, chest, head, let it go. So bring awareness to the breath still. So you're feeling everything lift. Start with your feet. Voluntary breathing. We think about it, we feel it, and we're heightening up these senses in our body. Let it go. To be calm, relaxed, focused, and centered. 20 more seconds and we're going to do a breath hold. So now we're going to start running into the... Really get it in. That's it. Let it go. When you let it go, it's like effortless. No force. Just feel, feel like power breath. You're getting that oxygen in. In five seconds, we're going to breathe out and hold. Five, four, three, two, one last breath in. Let it go and relax. And now we sit still. Now be aware of your heartbeat. So it's about awareness. Presence is awareness. Consciousness is awareness. Be aware of your heartbeat. It beats on average 100,000 times a day. You don't have to ask it. It does its job. In your heart, you have neurons as well that produce the biology for your body. It's like a brain. has its own nerve system. Feel it beat and be aware of it. Just notice now what your body feels. If you've got any pain, if you're a bit awkward, see if you can just let it go. Like no force, just let it go. Imagine you're in a rip, just let go to the rip. Don't swim against it. When you feel the urge, take a deep breath in and we're going to hold up the top, but only when you feel the urge. And because I'm doing this on bent, he might go for a minute 30. So we've hit a minute. So it's indicating that his blood cells in his muscles have a good dense amount of oxygen. He's got enough oxygen where he can just sit in space. 
Take a deep breath in, hold up the top. Now just drop your shoulders. That was a minute 20. Feel your feet in the ground, feel present. Light little muscle squeeze, really light through your body from your face. Just light, just light. And let it go in three, two, one. <laughs> and then just take a breath in, just naturally, whatever you feel, feel. Okay, we're going to go into round two. And off we go. Belly, chest, head, power breaths. And notice what you feel now. You're breathing deeper. Maybe open your chest up more. You're feeling it. And we want to sit to attention. Another little crack as well is if you flex the muscles like a smile, there's 28 of them. It's going to tell the brain that you're happy. And happy is dopamine. So we can force it by telling our body, hey, I am happy. Belly, chest, head, let it go. Belly, chest, head, let it go. Now just notice what you're feeling. What we're starting to feel at this stage generally is tingles going through your body. That's your metabolism starting to increase from the amount of oxygen that's being pushed through from cell to cell. Belly, chest, head, let it go. And again, surrender to it. The body knows what it's doing with these hormones more than what we consciously do. Your body is incredibly powerful. Ten seconds. Excellent. Go for it. All the way through. Feel that. Now, sitting up, you're not going to hold your breath for as long. Five, four, three, two, one. Take a breath in and let it go and hold. Now, we're going to increase this awareness. And I want you to be aware of your heartbeat. Now, Feel your heart and be aware of the blood that is pumping around your head, around your neck, your shoulders, all the way down to the tips of your fingers, a system that you don't even have to ask to work. goes into your lungs. Be aware of it going down to your digestive system, this rich oxygenated blood. Feel it going to your hips, cleaning out all the inflammation, down your knees, all the way down to your toes, and now be aware of it all at once. That's kinesthetic awareness. Now tune into your hearing. Another really good sense. Our first sense we get in utero. What noises can you focus on? And hear them as sounds, not as trying to work out what the sound is, How much noise can you hear? Now see if you can feel your blood going around your body and your hearing all at once. So past 1 minute 20, when you feel the urge, take a deep breath in. Presence. Strong. Health. Good breath hold. So at 140. Take a deep breath in, relax the shoulders, hold that up the top. For 15 seconds, feel yourself just light. Feel that blood running around and be super aware, the hearing. Everything's connecting into this oneness. So they're all working in unison, not against each other. Light flex on the muscles, smile. Let it go in three, two, one, let it go. And feel that flood through your body. Oh, wow. So we've been going... For six minutes. How do you feel right now? Like we could keep going. I feel beautiful. Just at rest. Tension in my chest is eased. Pain in my around my abdomen and the, the hips is kind of light. Like it's kind of like a I've just, you know, taken a codeine or something like that, and it's, you know, I'm starting to feel the effects of it. Awesome. So right now, like, your body's more active. We can keep going deeper and deeper into it, and you'll just – so right then you did 145. That was indicating that you just got so much oxygen in your muscles. The more we can get in there, the more those pain receptors are going to shut off, and the more conscious you become, meaning mm. you become the creator. You're mm. conscious. You're aware. 
So then if you're aware of your system, mm. then you can start rewriting the, yep. the neurological code. If you're the captain yeah. of the ship, you can tell it where to go. Mm-hmm. And now, I've got much more focus on what you're saying. Like we talked about before, this brain fog. Brain fog. That's so common for people with gut issues mm. and anyone with any health Yeah, it's inflammation. Anything inflammation right. re- related will give you brain fog. Right. It shuts down the connections. Yeah. And so often when I'm in that state, which is almost all the time, you know, people are talking at you. You try you're you're really present, hard right? yeah, to concentrate. Yeah, yeah. You, you're trying your best to concentrate, but you kind of sort of not taking in. So the memory shuts down. What they're saying, yeah. and then you forget what's been said in the last half an hour, you know. Mm. Um, it's that, you know, Jim Quick, have you ever heard of him? Yes. Yeah. He's, he's got a brain thing. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Awesome, he? man. He, he's a memory coach. Um, probably the best to do it as well. Like he works with Elon Musk. He works with. High, high level people. He, um, you know, he, he talks about memory. Like everyone's got an amazing memory, but in order to have recall great memory, there's two things that you need. You need presence of mind. You need to be super present to take in what they're saying. And presence, like you could be telling me something, but I could be in my own head. What's he saying? What's mm. he saying? Mm. What's he saying? So I'm not listening. I'm not yeah, presence. Presence is no mind. So when I'm no mind, I'm actually I'm taking it in. Now, if I want to take that information and and remember it, moving my body helps. Sleep is the next superpower. Mm. So getting into your five stages of sleep, or your four stages in your REM sleep. Okay. How do people improve their sleep? Or that's oh, that's a totally that's um if short answer yeah having having a, a ritual that. Slowly turns the uh, the brain into melatonin, so like dimming the lights, no phones, no stimulants, um, so no sugar, mm. no alcohol mm. before bed. Having a nice little routine that's winding the body down. That's okay. that's the short answer. Beautiful, but yeah, there's you know we've we've all got different states, but basically what you need from biology is melatonin. And the, some people are like, oh, can I just take it as a tablet? Yes, you can take melatonin as a tablet. But if you don't use it, you lose it and you become reliant on these tablets. Mm. So, he's got, your so body's you got produce melatonin. Your like body's we, got the goods, right? Yeah, we don't yeah. need it. Yeah, We don't need to take a tablet. Okay, so that was kind of – that was sort of like the Wim Hof – Method, would you call? Or was that, that was the that's, Wim Hof. That's that was the start of the Wim Hof yeah. method. Those breathing techniques just to oxygenate you. Yeah. Um, more oxygen, more focus. You'll feel a bit dizzy in it. Sometimes. I feel a bit dizzy, but I'm so present. I'm so aware the, of what you're saying. Yeah, the presence, um, as, as you know, the more oxygenated you are, you, you start getting real dizzy and lightheaded. Yeah. That's why lying down is always better. Ten minutes. We did it for seven, but I, I know you've got a podcast going, but mm. ten-minute ritual. So you do, do another round, every morning. three another rounds, round. That's good it. idea. 10 minutes, um, get in the art of journalizing to train the mind and focus on what you want. You know, mm. what am I grateful for? Pretty mm. simple question. But it's very powerful. Mm. You know, what are the two things that if I got today, I'd feel like an absolute winner? Just write them down and get them done. Two things. You don't need to get – some people, I've got 50 things today to do today. How many did you get done? Well, none. Because mm. you had 50. Start yeah. with one. Yeah. You got to get one first, then two, then three, then four, then five, then six. Yeah. Or delegate twenty yeah. of them. Yeah. You know, like it's. Um, but again, if you're not in the right state of mind, you can't think like that. Mm. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, the Wim Hof method I think is a really mm. fast way. Mm. We have a few breathing techniques that we, you know, everyone. The reason we give them away, we, you know, we just give them a name so people can kind of associate them. But water breathing, meaning you can do it all day, like water. Drink as much water as you possibly can. Four seconds in, four seconds out. A, an equal amount of breathing in your nose is always the best. It, it signals that I'm I'm calm, I'm relaxed. Mm. Except um, when you're doing like you want to get in lots of oxygen like with the Wim Hof. So if you want energy, mouth, yeah. like so that can sometimes make you feel a bit tired. Like, But if you want off, we call it. Coffee breathing, mm. like a hit of coffee, get a hit of energy. Is that power breathing? Mm. <sighs> Stimulate your body, move, okay. stand up, 
I remember, I remember now I was super tired the next day, so the first time I yeah, tried this, which so, is what some people might experience. Yeah, like it's it your body. Like a, well, so, yeah, what, what, what makes us tired is toxins. So your body's detoxifying itself, and in order to get toxins out, mm. we either wee, poo, sweat. Sometimes they feel like flu-like symptoms, mm. um, sore throat, cold, sound like COVID. <laughs> Could be just getting detoxified. <laughs> um, and in that process of detoxifying, the body's requiring a fair bit of energy to do it. Mm. So you can feel tired. But if you think, oh, my God, I'm getting sick, mm. that's a different thought from going – oh, my God, my body's detoxifying. I will allow that and rest. <laughs> like it's a different yeah. uh, call to action. So yeah. how did you feel the second day and third day? And you just keep cycling it to mm. condition your body to be detoxified. Mm. If you've got a chronic illness and you've had it for 20-odd years, then your cells are conditioned for it, mm. meaning it's the default setting. So anything outside of the default setting feels off for the body. Mm. Like for long term, like going, oh, why am I feeling so good? Well, like I, I, I got to, I'm doing these things that I haven't yeah, done. Yeah. And it's like when I did mention the running part, if you get on a treadmill or go for a run, you haven't ran for 20 years, you go for a run, say K, 2K, 3K, whatever, you're going to wake up the next day sore and tired because mm. your body's replenishing all the stuff that it used mm. in order to do it. So it was a great practice. Great Doesn't practice. Mean, yeah. You keep turning up and doing that running, all of a sudden it doesn't feel as sore. Mm. But mm. that's where better every day. Go from 1K to 2K to 3K mm. to 5K to 7K to 20K to 50K. Yep. Don't start at 50K. Yep. Now, lastly, that controlled hyperventilation method that we then went to from the Wim Hof method was the one, the, the trippy one, that was like the morphine one. Mm -hmm. Can we show just for yep. the listeners to round things out? Because that, that, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's Absolutely. really cool. And for the effect that it has on your body, on, on your body, for the just, I don't know, good vibes, um, but also this sense of getting into that state of, like I said, kind of, Checking out and coming, it is almost like this perspective shift. shift in my head. And it just grounded me when I came back in. Really, like, it was such a cool experience. And, I, and it has been ever since. I really enjoy it. And so why do you do it and when can you do it? Uh, why you do it is to get in that state. <laughs> it's to, yeah, yeah, yeah. to kind of check out. It's like a reset button. But, yeah. you know, same reason why people do uh, DMT or ayahuasca. Mm. It's or magic psilocybin mm. is to um, explore these states of consciousness, mm -hmm. and the deeper you go, it's out of body, mm. right? So we're spiritual beings having a human experience. If we're mm. attached to our body and pain and stuff like that, then we can suffer. We're actually greater than yeah. that, okay. and that's what this does. It gets okay. you into a state of going. Wow, I am looking at my life from a different angle, mm. and I'm not in my own body story and no, own ego it shuts it down shuts your um, mind. it actually shuts your neocortex down so that's your thinking so you can't tell stories you become present you become no mind wow and that's it's a beautiful state to be that's where therapy can begin that's where uh, changing the story coding we yep. call it and the identity yep. happens in that moment and okay. then you can nerve cells that fire together wire together you can rewrite the coding it's real cool and it doesn't take that long. That's the fascinating thing. No. Can we just do one round of that one show? Round. Okay. So it's uh, similar breathing. This up? time, yeah, you, you, you might get dizzy. You'll be all right because you're – Yeah. Yeah. You know, be, 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 don't be doing this driving a car. No. Um, even walking around, you get dizzy. Don't do Don't do water. this around water. Um, because you, feel, you did, though. We did, though. You, you, I was watching you, though. Yes. Yeah. So but that's when the the heat the inner heat keeps the inner, this is that's the best thing is that in the cold you're turning off the stress system and you're becoming conditioned to stress yeah. in a comfortable way, so stress becomes healthy yeah rather than stress being unhealthy yeah and that's the other thing I didn't tell you my another PB the three and a half minutes but also I spent like twenty five minutes in nine in the nine degree pool right that's fantastic yeah which and I was like. I was almost sad to leave. Yeah, I felt it's so very great. euphoric. So, and that's the thing is, you don't normally black out, but you feel so euphoric if you go underwater. You, you, it's out of body, so you, 
it's so peaceful. The some people I don't know it's if anyone beautiful. actually has Beyonce. So I don't know if anyone's drowned from it, but you mm. could. Mm. You you know, free divers do actually. Mm. So people have where you feel so euphoric, you feel like you can stay down there for a lot longer than you. You can your your brain will want oxygen before the body, and that's the problem. Yeah, when you're okay. underwater. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, mm-hmm. I mean, so yeah, yeah, your brain won't want oxygen, but it will need oxygen. Okay, because it doesn't have the switch, and then you you go to sleep underwater. Yeah, you don't want that. And then yeah, then you okay. drown. Okay. Um, so controlled hyperventilating. You you're breathing in the same way. Get it in, but this time you are breathing out as well. So. It's <sighs> I'm, I'm exaggerating both in and out, mm. focusing on the belly, <sighs> pushing it out through my belly. I'm, I'm, I'm operating my lymphatic system and my adrenaline system, my mm. adrenal glands. We'll do it for 20 breaths, then hold up the top, then you squeeze the back of your neck like you're flexing it. That's where an adrenal gland is and your stomach. It's going to pump perinephrine through your body. It's a state of bliss. Okay. Ready? Beautiful. Yep. Go, okay, 20 fast ones. <laughs> One. And you gotta feel your body. It's like so. This is like a warrior breath. It's like I'm getting myself into a state of gut. You know, you're fighting upstream. You're going for it. Feel it. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. In and hold at the top. The back of the eyelids, squeeze the body and let it go in two. One, like, bah! <laughs> and you'll be dizzy. And then slowly breathe in through your nose and feel it. And then, it's like I'm in water. Yeah. I'm like an embryo or something. And the deeper you go into it, the. You know, the actual method of the breathing cycle takes 45 minutes to do it perfectly. And you could probably stay there for longer and longer and longer and longer. Um, but it's um, yeah, it's very euphoric. It's very like even your pupils change. <laughs> they dilate and constrict. Um, but it's it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. And you feel love. You feel oxytocin. I've taken people where they actually, I think Tim did hysterically start laughing. And um, that was that was me. I started, was, yeah, yeah, started laughing. I've like, done that since too. I've just I, thought, I remember taking so um, this is this is a few years. This is when oh, maybe five years ago, a friend, a client of ours had terminal cancer. And amazing story. Kate Malvin, for for a podcast like this, she'd be great to talk okay. to. Burley girl okay. as well. Healed herself holistically. It's an amazing story. But she had you know been she had. 30 people come and say, oh, can you help them with this breathing? So we, we went we went down, just give them something. And there was like 30, they were all women really, there were 30 women. And on the beach it was like this hysterical fit of laughter by the end of it where it's uncontrollable. Yeah. But you're getting so many amazing hormones. Uncontrollable fits of laughter of like 30 women and there's like people walking up and down the beach just like coming up to me after it's like, what oh, the wow. fuck was going? You guys are wow. mad. Like, what are you doing with these people? But it's <laughs> it was a. It, we've got it on video, so it's funny to watch. Just women just in, in hysterics on the ground, rolling around, like, <laughs> can't stop laughing. Have you got it on online on YouTube? Um, no, I don't think we have it online. We oh. videoed it. Like, we don't do a lot of. No, we we work with brands that we have to sign NDAs, so mm. <laughs> legally we can't market with them. So we don't really do much marketing. Mm. We we will like um, once we set up a bit of a, a lower mm. um, sort of entry level for people, we'll definitely do it. But at the moment, we're sort of working. We're busy enough with what we're doing. Yeah. Wow, mate. Um, this is so on topic for where I'm taking the podcast. Awesome. This is this is going into what's possible in your body. This is the knowledge and the wisdom and the intelligence of the body. And it's way smarter than we give it credit. And this is so accessible for yeah. people. And it's a way that they can start, mm. change the way they frame, change the way they see what's possible with their body, but also you know, change the way, change, start changing their mindset to go, what's, what's possible? Like if I can do this here and change my state of current presence, um, it's just that rolling of the, the stone that, 
that's mm. able to then allow them to maybe maybe I can go out and do some star jumps or, or mm. whatever it is. Maybe I can go and if something's stressing them out, call, call my mum because I wanted to have that conversation with her that I need to get off my chest or, you know, just those making good decisions, yeah. right? Yeah. And then I'm in a good state of health to be able to do that. And um, it's just that thing, one of those things that can get people off the couch, if you yeah, like, in my, absolutely. In my state. Absolutely. And, you know, and start. Uh, it goes from maybe I can to I can. Yeah. That's the beauty. Is like, maybe I can get off the couch. Oh, my God, I'm off the couch. I am off the couch. Yeah. And it strikes me too that you work with people at a high performance level, CEOs, you know, entrepreneurs, athletes, um, heart surgeons, people like that. But I often see people living with chronic diseases. Mm. They're, they're people that have got this immediate – it's almost – there's a similarity. When you're an athlete, you've got this challenge, right, to, to be the best. When you're living with uh, chronic pain or disease, you've got this challenge before you and – you need to you need to shift be your mind your best. to to be there and to turn up yeah. and to go. Yep, I can do something about this. Yeah, what can I do? What can I do about this? And all you can actually do is focus on how you think, how you move, and what you feed your body. Beautiful. That's your control. That's a great way to end it. <laughs> Thanks, Damo. You're a legend. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks man. mate. You're a champion. Cheers, mate. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of Everybody Knows. I so hope that you got as much out of hearing from my guest as I did. If you're enjoying my podcast on whichever platform you're listening, please consider rating it, leaving a review or sharing it with a friend. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. It kind of gives me a bit of a kick too. Thanks. Did you know that this podcast is also on YouTube? Search for Everybody Knows Ben Cleaver, haha, and you can watch the interviews in full HD video. Yeah. I'm uploading other videos there too of things I'm learning and doing to reach greater health. Everybody Knows is also on Instagram at everybodyknows.health and on Facebook as Everybody Knows Podcast. I'd love to connect with you there on whichever platform you use. Finally, this podcast was filmed, recorded and produced by Make Media Studio. Special thanks to my audiovisual engineer, Jose Biotto. Again, thank you for listening. See you on social or in the next episode. Be well and love your body like your life flows from it, because it does. <laughs>